Hey guys, it's John B here with the Nokia Chronicle podcast with Justin and Adrian. Thanks for having me, guys. Well, thanks for coming on. Thank yeah. you. It's uh, great. And what an intro that is. That, that's probably our best intro we've ever had, Adrian, I reckon. It is. It is by a long shot. Yeah, I, I was just telling you know the story about how it came about, and I tell people even now if they're into YouTube or videos that they're creating, you want to make it memorable somehow. So that tagline, I started saying it initially, very short, very quick, but then started reading some comments about how sometimes it was obnoxious, and from there it just went full force. I just made it crazier and crazier each and every video. Well, there you go. There's a tech tip from John. So uh, you'll, you'll actually find, I reckon, there'll be a spike in uh, big taglines like that at the start of YouTube videos, I reckon, now, John. Absolutely. Uh, you know, if you don't have to say your last name. Just say the first letter and you're good to go. And that's what I'm doing now. <laughs> Just wait for my new videos coming out. But anyway. <laughs> All right, we might get stuck into it, John. So I'm going to give you the first question. Sure. So are you, are you ready? Yeah. All right, cool. All right. So being someone who loves tech, how hard was it to get into or getting a Nokia in the States back in the day? Um, for me, it was actually very easy. Um, my first ever phone that I ever bought, not used, but I personally bought was a Nokia. Um, this was back in, I want to say, 2001. And, you know, I was fortunate because at that point, um, it was pretty much on contract phone. So AT&T, um, I went to a store or not. No, actually, no, I take it back. I did not get a store. I actually bought it. I want to say through the phone on a phone call with someone from AT&T, um, got all my information details and um, ended up just picking up. I don't think I paid for much for the phone. I want to say very little, but it was an entry level phone. Um, the Nokia 5110. Um, mm -hmm. It's a variant of, I can't, of the 5100 series, so it's the candy bar classic that pretty much most people would remember. But um, it was to me, it was just pretty easy to get. I didn't have to even travel anywhere for it. Oh, okay, well, that's uh, good. So, which which color did you have? Did you have a yellow one or a red one? Did you, did you change the front plate? No, I, it was yeah. The if you guys remember, that was the one that could change the face plate, and everyone was coming out with these crazy colors. I was really jealous about um, some of the customizations. I remember um, some people were offering where they had the light up clear one. So they yeah. put the LEDs and whenever your phone rang, it would light up in that color. So the whole phone lit up, not just, you know, the backlit LCD screen. <laughs> um, but I just had the plain boring uh, blue, uh, <laughs> blue one that came with it. Um, I think I might have bought a red one at some point, changed it with that. But also a funny thing. I still have that very first phone. It's somewhere in my collection here. And every now and then I, I take it out. It's still crazy enough. The battery still holds up. It still turns on. It still has my text messages from, whoa, like 20 years ago now at this point. So it's 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 a beast. Well, well, we've, we've kept a lot of our phones. So uh, that's, that's good. We actually uh, have a little museum happening, don't we, Adrian? We do. We've got a lot of models between us, and um, yeah, like you said, um, like you said, John, just they stand the test of time. Basically, these old Nokia's um, I powered up a E ninety, I think it was the other week, and I hadn't, I hadn't played around with it in probably you know eight or ten years, and 
battery was fine, still worked. Absolutely fine. Everything's Is that there. E90? E90, yes. Ah, uh, the communicator. So that's the folding, um, uh, what I call, yes, clamshell, right? Technically, it's a clamshell. Yeah, technically. Um, yeah. But big, the full size keyboard on the inside, um, yes, color screen yes, on the outside, yes, yeah. so with a little keypad. Yep. But um, yeah, it's a pretty cool device. That's where a lot of knockouts. They don't make them what they used to. No, they don't. Yeah, you know, that, that type of um, design, you're not going to, jeez. Well, have to, do they, no, well, obviously, QWERTY keyboards are no longer a thing, which is unfortunate. But um, I guess nowadays it's what? Fold, foldables would be the closest thing that we have to those clamshell type designs? Yep. Yep, definitely. Yeah, I think so. So they're yeah, getting about the same size, actually, with the, uh, the Z Fold and all that. So. Hmm. Okay, on to me. Sorry, you go, John. You were going to say something? No, I was going to say, um, you know, I'm just look, thinking back on the 5110 um, and I look at today's phones. Um, the biggest thing here, I think, is just how thick they were <laughs> back back then. Mm, um, so when I compare, like, thickness versus what we... Granted, they've, they've, they've gotten wider, but the, the thickness, overall thickness, uh, they're nowhere to what they were back then um, i want to say that thing was like almost one inch thick um so it's probably like maybe <laughs> three iphones thick at this point um but yeah it yeah, but it was, it was a beast you know it, they were designed very well construction was was solid they were built like a tank and um the other thing i want to say i do remember about the 5110 a lot, a lot of people say this obviously but snake that's yeah, the first time I ever snake. ever experienced that. But yeah, Snake, play nothing but Snake. Um, I remember, I'm not sure if you guys use AOL Instant Messenger, but I use Instant Messenger on that somehow through text message. So I logged in through uh, through text messaging and I would receive and send and receive text messages on that phone. Well, Instant Messengers, both <laughs> text messages and Instant Far Messages. Out. That's, wow. that's so, dedication, isn't it, Justin? Yeah, yeah, we didn't have AOL um, instant messaging in Australia, I don't think. No, we we did on PC. I used it back in two thousand and four, but we, yeah, we didn't have it to the extent that obviously America phones. did. Yeah, on yeah. phones and all that. So, okay, on to me. So, next question, John. What are your thoughts on HMD Global continuing the Nokia namesake, and do you think they can succeed? Whoa. Okay, so. HMD Global, um, you know, it's been what I want to say more than five years at this point since they've they've you know have taken over the Nokia brand. Um, to me, I'm just thinking about the phones that they've released so far, um, and uh, not unfortunately nothing really stands out, especially from the U.S. side, because obviously you could buy um, some of the phones through Amazon, but they're still not direct to consumers in the sense of. A consumer goes into the store, being able to check out the phone, experience it. Um, and if I was going to base it on that strategy and how they performed, you know, it's it's not that. I want to say it's not that great. Um, it's just that you know the Nokia brand. Um, it's still familiar; people know it. But I guess with the you know this new generation, um, it's just doesn't have the same brand recognition that it had let's say a decade even 20 years before um so you know 
I, I do I, I did appreciate when they started releasing some of those classic phones. Um, the banana phone really stands out to me. But to, but I love retro phones. Don't get me wrong. I love retro phones. I love talking about retro devices. No, old school dumb phones. Even some early smartphones. But trying to go back to using just you know a standard dumb phone um, and paying 50 bucks or maybe yeah 50 bucks or something like that to me that's just that's crazy <laughs> it's, it's a novelty at this point but you know it's it's tough to see you know what what's going to happen um i haven't honestly played or reviewed a a uh, nokia phone from hmd um since oh god probably since um it was first announced uh, so i I really can't say the last ones I do remember were the Lumia devices. So um, I think at, it was at that point, um, you know, after the whole Microsoft thing, um, it just totally, for me, fell off the radar. Adrian? Yeah, um, sorry. That's un <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate, really, because, um, uh, you know, just HMD, I guess, just not getting the, the brand traction that they, they really, really need to, whether it's in the US or... I guess other regions, unfortunately, and uh, like you said, you know, it's it's a sad ending, I guess. That uh, and really, you know, charging fifty dollars for something, you know, it's just it's a bit of a hard sell, isn't it? Really, because people just don't use you know people. The technology has advanced so far that people just don't use it for those um, dumb phone purposes anymore. So. Yeah, it's, it's uh, uh, trying to get market share too. At this point, is. I was just saying, um, as far as like market share nowadays, you know, the whole HMD thing with Nokia, you put into perspective, um, the same thing's happening with what, Blackberry? Blackberry, um, geez, who bought them? Alcatel? I want to say Alcatel. Was it Alcatel? Someone bought um, TCL or Alcatel? Um, one yeah, of them. T yeah, TCL, TCL, TCL licensed the name. Yeah, t yeah, TCL. Yeah, yeah, so they bought. Yeah, they bought the BlackBerry name. Um, they've had a couple devices. I want to say the last few years that kind of stood out, but at this point, you know, they're in the same boat HMD is. They have that. They have a great brand at their disposal that they, they could really leverage. But I don't know, consumers. Um, it's tough. It's a tough market. Um, we look at the market leaders right now. To me, it's still, of course, Apple. Apple's going to be there. Samsung. Um, and who else is out there at this point? Uh, yeah, that's those are the two big contenders. OnePlus, I guess, from a global standpoint, yeah, they, they are they are a pretty big force. Um, some of the Chinese brands, um, I wouldn't say Huawei at this point, but uh, some of the other ones there, Oppo, um, comes to mind. But uh, Motorola, Motorola is what a Lenovo company now, they too, that that's another one that's product that started you know the the golden age of cell phones um and i think even the motorola brand um have, has a tough time you know getting traction yeah i think you're right too so uh it's hard now these these older names they you have, might have a loyal fan base that might uh, buy their phones but uh, most people have moved on i think as you say yeah it's unfortunate um i think People are just set into their ways. It's you know, it's like the the whole argue argument between Android or iOS. Can you switch back and forth um, between two? You know, 
And same thing now what I do with Smart Home. You know, if you've invested into a particular ecosystem and you've, you know, become comfortable using that, whether it's Google Assistant or Alexa or Siri, it's very rare or very tough um, to go from one one ecosystem and change it up for another. That's just, it's just very hard. Yep. Yeah, I think so too. All right, jump back. Uh, I've got a question for you, uh, my friend. So, go ahead. I know you love the design of the N9 and you had to make do with the Lumia 800 over there in the US. Did you end up uh, getting a Nokia N9 phone? You know what? I did not. Um, I think one of my colleagues, um, Basil, if you guys know who he is, um, I think he, he still would be with Tech Radar, but he was with Phone Arena actually. Um, but he is the one who reviewed it. I just remember how that thing was this sleek, very, what was it? I can't remember the aspect ratio, but it was a very untraditional aspect ratio. It had like the uh, flat top and bottom. Um, obviously, it, it, uh, the other devices in the Lumia brand, um, the Windows devices, uh, took inspiration from that. But no, the N9 was um, did not get a chance. And it was what, the Mego, Mego OS, I think? Correct. Uh, did not get a chance to even experience that. Um, I don't remember. Was it was it even a t- capacitive touchscreen or a resistive touchscreen? Because there's another. The exp- I'm not sure if you guys remember the Express. Uh, I can't remember what. Fifty eight hundred. The fifty eight hundred Express. That was their first touchscreen, right? Yeah, I think. Um, yeah. You know. And that was a mess. Oh, man, that, Along with the N ninety seven too. Yeah. Yeah. So. No, I wish I did. What was the other phone? I the Lumia eight hundred. Oh yeah, Lumia eight hundred. You know what? <laughs> it's been so long. I had to look this up. So, <laughs> and I probably <laughs> reviewed it or played around with it. So, obviously Lumia Windows. Um, I'm just trying to think. Where does it fall in the the the, the prestigious Lumia line? The ones that really stands out for me are, of course, the ten twenty or yeah, was it the ten twenty camera phone? Yeah. Yep, ten twenty. Yeah, ten twenty. 1520, the giant phablet that came right after that one, but the 800, the 800, it's the one that got that had the similar design to the N9, I believe. It looks like it. Yeah, they're based on the same body. Yeah, so the polycarbonate unibody design with the uh, flush cam in the back. Yeah, it's. Yep. I'm trying to think, did I? I don't think I reviewed that one either. I think my colleague did. All right. Over to you, Adrian. Yep. Okay, John. So we've seen your video about collector's phones on Phone Arena that are worth serious money and the 808 and the 8800 Carbon Art are featured. With all your experience with Nokia phones over the years, which prestigious Nokia would you like to have in your own collection? Oh, oh, this is a tough one. Um, I like the quirky Nokia's. Um, I want to say they were circa 2000, early 2000s. Um, there was the gaming one. There's a there was one that had like a circular keypad. Um, geez, I wish I could remember some of the names of these Nokia's, but that one <laughs> stood out for me. Do you, you know what I'm talking about? We know what 30, you're talking about. 3650. Okay, 3650. Let's look this up. Yes, yes, yes. That one stood one. out to me. Uh, oh. Here's here's the one, the N gauge. I wish I N-gage. I wish yes. I had the N gauge. Geez. Um, so yeah, those those two definitely. Because I remember 
you know, seeing them in the stores, and I'm like, damn, this looks really good. I would love to have this one here. Um, I'm trying to think what else. There was the um, the split keyboard. Um, it folds in the middle. It's a physical keyboard. Oh, God. So the A75? E75? Was that the E75? Let's see here. No, no, it's not that one. Um, ah, jeez. Let me look this one up real quick. Nokia you can hear that keyboard. typing. <laughs> oh, here we go. It is the 6800. Nokia 6800. Ah, yes, yes. Ah, so if you remember that, it looked like a candy bar, but then you like flip it open and, exp and expose the full quarter keyboard. Yeah. Now, that, now, these are designs that I think are unique, different, but still functional. Um, so those are, to me, if I was going to want you know, some of these Nokia phones, those three would probably be it. Well, engages gaming, but no, it was a phone too. I remember you had to like hold it in a weird way to make a phone call. <laughs> yes, well, yeah. am I correct? Yeah. Right. So yeah, so that was that was ahead of its time before you know the was it Game Boy Pocket now and DS whatever. Yes, before DS. Yeah, just before that. Yeah, yeah. No, you're yeah, right. So. It, it was just some awesome devices that, uh, fortunately, for a lot of them, were just ahead of their time and uh, didn't quite see the. Uh, mass market adoption but um yeah some iconic devices you've got on your list there john so yeah that was awesome you know that yeah it brings me back all those memories well hopefully you haven't uh done any spoiler alerts for one of adrian's future questions for you john <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yes don't, that's okay so now we're going to do a, a series. Remember, I said at the start of the show john that uh we don't do anything any anything serious it's all light-hearted questions yeah Yep. I lied. Here's a very heavy question oh, for you. Geez. Okay. <laughs> Here we how go. Did you, all right, how did you feel when Nokia sold its phone and device division to Microsoft? Hmm. hmm. You, you cried, did you? Were you in tears? I was. I was hopeful because <laughs> Microsoft. Come on, you got to give them credit. Um, I'm trying to think. Was it? Was no? It, it was. It was before the the whole um, Surface line came out. So. I was, jeez, uh, how do I feel about? Uh, I was hopeful. That's all I could say. You know, I really <laughs> wanted the brand to, to you know, no, the, um, oh, God, jeez, what is the last phone? So terrible. The Microsoft, whatever the last no, uh, Windows device that actually came out, it, it, um, 950 oh, Excel. That's, that's, you know what? I think you're right. Was that the one? Save that or the 650. No, I think it's the Nokia one. Um, that was the one that had. Uh, yeah, no, I still ha I have this phone somewhere here, <laughs> which is sad. Um, but you're right, the 950 XL. Um, it came it, to me that that kind of brought the potential of the power of a smartphone. How a smartphone, a gadget that could fit in your pocket, could power everything in your life. And what I mean by that is, it could be your PC, it could be your laptop, it could be anything um if you remember i'm gonna bring in motorola but uh motorola had the um the atrix the atrix 4g um and that phone had the docks you could you could buy the laptop yeah. dock the the uh you know pc dock same thing with the nokia nokia 9950xl and that to me had the potential because when they showed off the um you know basically full-blown windows 10 on uh, an external monitor and a keyboard mouse connected to this phone. I was like, well, we're finally here. You can at least do web browsing and your emails. You're not gonna do video editing yet, but 
you know, we're getting close to that. Um, so unfortunately, that died quick. <laughs> Nothing ever happened after that. <laughs> um, so it was a good try. It was honestly a good try. And wow, well, now now I kind of want to turn on that phone and see if I could just just that the whole Windows tile um, interface just still like it still gets me. It still gets me. All right. Well, here's another. Adrian's got a very heavy question for you as well, mate. So yes. uh, get ready for this one. <laughs> there have been some iconic Nokia devices with cameras like the 7650, N93, and Lumia 1020, among others. What is your most exciting camera? Sorry, what's your sorry? What's your most exciting memory when it came to camera features with Nokia phones? Oh, yeah. Well, geez. Uh, lossless zoom. That's the only thing I could think of, you know, come straight to my mind. Lossless zoom, Nokia 1020. They talk about that big sensor. Um, I think that's <laughs> that's as far back as I can remember at this point. But um, being able, I guess, to, you know, since it was what? A crazy 90? I don't, I don't want well. How many megapixels was 41, it? 41, 41 megapixels. 40, yep. Jesus Christ. So for a phone at that time, even now, 41 megapixel, you're like, damn, that's a lot of pixels per square inch. And, you know, if we have packed so many pixels in a, in a small a small space, we could actually do fake zoom or lossless zoom. Um, but I'm trying to think what else really stands out. I think that is the biggest thing. Um, uh, they have a lot of no, lot of accomplishments, you know, like optical zoom on the N ninety three. N ninety five had a pretty good five megapixel camera. I wish I had them. I wish I had them. It's some pretty. But good, unfortunately, uh, I was in the US. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Buggery. We, always, I was in the US, so it didn't. the cold. <laughs> yeah, pretty much all the good um, Symbian phones. Um, we got we got the bastard versions, as I like to call them. <laughs> the bastard versions. Yeah, yeah we, more. the uh, you know I was just looking this up. Um, I want to give an example here. Uh, I just had one up. Um, I did a review of it a long time ago. I was like, "What is this Nokia phone that I that I reviewed?" But basically, it was a, a Nokia phone for T-Mobile, but it wasn't running Symbian. I want to say was it the E seventy three. It was definitely a, a, a portrait QWERTY keyboard, but it just had some lame operating system on there. You could definitely tell it was T-Mobile, you know, inspired. You had all the T-Mobile services, but you were locked out. There was no store, no nothing. And it was just what I call watered down version of what the potential of Nokia smartphones were capable of doing. Um, so yeah, those also, um, I remember, uh, well, flip phones weren't a big thing, but there's another version that I think had like a faux smart smartphone OS in there, and that was also from T-Mobile. You know, they got to look this up. It's it's been so long. But that's what happened back in the day too, didn't it? They a lot of the carriers had a lot of, too much power and uh, did uh, cripple some of the features on phones. A lot of phones back in those days. Yeah, you know, I is it still happening absolutely it's still happening you'll still see that but back then it was just it was just terrible um, yeah, it was i don't know why nokia astound sounds familiar to me but i want to see if i uh, uh nokia astound 
Okay, yeah, that, it was. Oh, actually, no, this actually, I remember this one here. Yeah, Nokia Astound was uh, for T Mobile. It did have, I guess, the Symbian OS in there, um, Symbian 3. Uh, great design, but that's the only thing I think uh, <laughs> I can remember. It was just like a very solid phone, but there's another T Mobile phone that I just remember that it was just so not what you expected from, you know, um, Nokia. Mm-hmm. All right, well, Coming to my question now. This is how do I put this? This uh, will make you think a lot, John. Oh, I have the web browser ready. <laughs> you won't need it. You won't need it. All right. So Lumius was starting to make inroads, uh, but for one reason or another, obviously that it didn't work out. Do you miss that era of phone design, and do you miss Windows Phone? So you don't need to oh. browse for this question, John. No, yeah, I do miss Windows Phone. Um, it's it's so weird because um, I was all about Windows Phone. Um, I think uh, before I started going on the iPhone um, bandwagon, um, I did have a couple of Windows phones that I, I used for two years. I used the HTC uh, Seven Pro, um, which was if you remember, well, if you guys remember, HTC Touch Pro design. That keyboard, um, QWERTY keyboard slide out. It tilts up, so it's like a mini laptop. Um, so the Windows Phone for me, I have a lot of loyalty because also I was a big fan of Windows Mobile. Um, you know, before you know, not Windows Phone, but Windows Mobile. Yeah, like six point uh, so five. Of, yeah, six point five um, standard edition, whatever pocket PC base. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a loyalty with that, um, and then with Windows Phone, I just remembered, or if you guys remember. They didn't call it Windows Phone. They called it Windows 7 Series Phone, some some crazy long <laughs> name, which was just ridiculous. So they shortened it down. Um, but but yeah, the, you know, they, Microsoft did build, I want to say, a very dynamic platform. It's just for me, the biggest thing was just the lack of third-party support. Um, you know, I think it took forever to get a Twitter Twitter um, app. Um, and top, of, I don't think so. They ever released an Instagram app. Um, and it just didn't have the same finesse or the same, you know, same robust lineup that you get in the other um, platforms. Um, but I still miss it because, you know, just seeing the tiles at the front, um, at that home screen, constantly aggregating information, changing. It's, I don't know, I don't know what it is, but something about that, that animation really struck me. Um, and what you say, what you asked about the design? Yeah, just that era of design. So we're talking about the window, uh, Lumia, Lumia device design. Yeah, correct. Yeah, correct. Yeah, um, very distinctive. Obviously, a lot of polycarbonate. Um, the bright colors really stand out for me, like the blue, the red. Um, not, well, I, I have a black te- Nokia Lumia 1020. It doesn't really stand out. I have a green, like a bright green Lumia. I don't know which one it is, but bright green. Um, I like the design, you know, was it the most premium materials? No, but for plastic designs, I thought they were charming. Uh, they were stylish, good variety. Um, yeah, it's, um, they they weren't the skinniest, the lightest, um, or anything like that. It just really stood out for me with the colors. Um, the, the, sometimes I guess, depending on which phone it is, which Lumia, it's either the chamfered top bottom edges or just completely flat. So you could actually stand the phone upright by itself. But um, 
yeah, very distinctive look. I think when some people, when you ask someone what is a Lumia device and what, how does it look, you know, the, these design elements really come to mind because it was uniquely Lumia. Definitely. Mm -hmm. uh, fantastic answer there, John. And uh, back on to me for the last, sorry. Gonna say, I'm not gonna say I'm not gonna take all three questions of the last three, but I was about to say, uh, you know, you don't have to think as hard for these ones. Some uh, light-hearted questions at the end of this <laughs> <laughs> interrogation schedule. No, but <laughs> okay. So, John, Justin's mm -hmm. wife is Filipino, and my mother is Filipino. So, what's oh, really? John's favorite? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bombshell. <laughs> No way. <laughs> yes I way. That's why we got you on here. No. No oh, I see how it is. Kumasta. Oh God, let's not let's not start this, guys. Let's, we're gonna we're gonna sound for all our Filipino friends. We're gonna sound very slow, and <laughs> and you guys probably you know you you can relate to me. Um, try and speak it. I don't know for some odd reason I could understand Tagalog one hundred percent. I could translate, but. When it comes to speaking, um, my brain just shuts down. That part of the brain just does not function. And, you know, if if my dad was listening to me or, you know, some other Filipino was trying to listen to my conversation, they'd think something's up with this person. Something's not right with them. <laughs> so anyway, back to your question. Yes. That's, yep. That's all good. Um, I actually, so what is your favorite fillet dish, John? Yeah, fillet dish, yeah. Um. You know what? I, I, I love palabok. Um, I'm not sure if you guys had it, uh, but it's the noodle dish with the red, uh, not red, like orangey sauce with the eggs, with the lechon, uh, chicharron on top um, with the eggs. Uh, that, that to me. Oh, I also like lugao, if you guys know what that is. No, it's which the rice that? dish, uh, lugao. Lugao, I'm writing this down, John. Yeah, um, it's, it kind of reminds me of porridge. It's, you know, uh, kind of like very similar. You use ginger in it, a lot of rice. Um, it's almost like a, not really soup, but almost the consistency of a thicker soup. Um, and then what else? Uh, my favorite uh, dessert is halo halo because you yeah, have shaved ice. Mm, you have, uh, oh, ube, ube ice cream. Oh, God. I, mm. uh, Purple ice I cream. wish that was a flavor. Yeah, I wish that was a flavor that was sold everywhere because I love that stuff. So purple, yeah, yeah, the bright colors. And don't steal this from me, guys. But if you guys ever want to start a restaurant, yes. make an ube-based dessert restaurant. Nothing but ube everything. So everything's purple. You want ube, ube, ube pie? You got that. You want ube pudding? You got that here. You want ube ice cream? You guys would probably sell out every day. Well, as soon as I'm getting off this podcast, I'm talking to my wife about starting up a new business, John. So uh, if we make Perfect. any profit, I'll be there. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll uh, send you some of the profits as well, John. It could be, it could be food. <laughs> That's perfectly fine with me. I you know I agree with everything you've said there too. I love Uber and uh, hello, hello. That's uh, really nice as well with the shaved ice. My kids love that too. Same here, and uh, of course I, I love pork adobo, um, bacon as well for dessert. So. Nice. Sticky rice, yeah. I wish I could cook it, but I do not. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I used to be, I'm talking kilos, John, but I used to be about uh, 70 kilos when I met my wife, 65, 70 mm -hmm. kilos. I was, I was pretty skinny. Um, close to 100 now. 
So uh, she feeds me well. Wow. Wow. So, wow. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's good living, as I'd say. You know, it is. It's good living. <laughs> All right. Back to my question, John. Yes. All right. All right. So, you go into trade shows like MWC and uh, those sort of things. What was your favorite memory of dealing with Nokia? Oh, dealing with Nokia. Oh, God. Jeez. I'm trying to think. Oh, I missed out a trip to. <laughs> Abu Dhabi. Um, I forget what phone they announced. I want to say maybe it was the eight hundred. Um, no, fifteen. Wow. No, twenty-five, twenty, and fifteen, twenty, 15. and thirteen, twenty. Yeah, the 15, laptop 20. and yeah, I mean, Nokia World the tablet. The tablet. Yes, yes, that was a yes. tablet, right? Yes, yes. yes. that's the one. Oh, yeah. I yeah, missed the, out as well. So me and you both. Yeah. <laughs> On the trip. Damn it! Damn it! We that missed was, out. That, that'd have been awesome. Yeah, that that would have been cool. Um, I'm trying to think. Um, I guess the most memorable thing dealing with Nokia at trade shows or events, to me, the only one that really stands out, um, minus probably the, uh, wait a minute, they, they announced the Surface with the Nokia 950XL. Am I correct? I won't say they did. Well, maybe they didn't. Who knows? Um, but anyway, uh, I guess the 1020, um, I just remember... Oh, God. <laughs> if you remember, they showed a video of, you know, uh, uh, just a, basically a promo video um, during the event. And then later on, they found out <laughs> that it, was a DSLR. it wasn't the 10. Yeah, yeah, it was a DSLR. Yeah, I was like, ooh, that's got to hurt. But, you know, you know besides that, that one minor hiccup, um, you know, their events were great. Um, 1020 still, uh, it was held in New York. And I just remember all, I remember everyone was wearing white i want to say white i still have pictures somewhere here um I'll, i post them on twitter every now and then um different events but everyone was wearing white um and sneakers were also i want to say also super you know were just white so very clean but um yeah that and they had an event afterwards um geez i can't remember what happened at that event but the press conference itself was um or the venue was pretty awesome in new york but um, yeah, that's the only thing I could think of at the moment. Oh, I did visit their, um, was it no, I don't want well, I guess it was Nokia. They had a, uh, like a quality assurance um, lab, I guess somewhere outside of San Diego. And they showed us how they tested their devices. To me, it's pretty straightforward, but I thought it was really cool because we went behind the scenes. We saw all the machines, how they were testing you know, the ruggedness of the phones, the drop, you know, drop factor. Um, so I guess those are two things that stand out. Anybody, uh, do you remember from those Nokia days as well, John? Um, geez, uh, Nokia, Nokia, Nokia. Um, my good friend, he wrote, I, I want to say he was the Nokia blog, Mark Wim. I'm not sure if you guys know him. Mark Wim, um, yeah. But he was, yeah, we know. Yeah, he, he was always at all the events um, that I attend in New York. Uh, but he, he, I remember him. Um, yeah, that's that, that's pretty much it. Uh, I've been to too many shows. I, it's been <laughs> too long at this point. I'm just like, oh, I remember. Thank God for Facebook. <laughs> yeah, they get back to memories. <laughs> That's that's the way I, I had to recall. <laughs> <laughs> that's all good. All right, now Adrian's got his uh, very hard hitting question that he does every week, John, just for you. 
That's it. Perfect. Do we have a bonus question this week as well, Justin, on your side? No, no bonus question. No, no bonus. Okay. Okay, John. So, top five Nokia devices of all time. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, (laughs) 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 Hmm, Okay. Let's see here. Um, You know what? I wish I... Early 2000s, obviously my first phone was the 5110 um, and all those other crazy Nokia's that I just mentioned earlier, um, they stand out, but I just wish I had more time actually playing with them. I never I never used any of those other phones. I wish I did so I could give you a better, um, you know, better list. But I guess top five that stand out for me. So I'd have to give it to... I'm going to miss like all the Symbian phones too. I know the N95, N93, those phones stand. Uh, the uh, E73, was it the E73? The portrait style keyboard. Uh, okay, so here it is. Okay, so I'm not sure if it's in order, but I give you my my five. Um, if I was going to say the most memorable one, then it had to be the 1020, Lumia 1020. Um, obviously for the camera, biggest sensor in the phone, up at that time and for many years after that the e73 i remember playing around uh, playing with the portrait style uh, symbian os um smartphone um, i just remembered it was basically almost like a blackberry but it had a very sleek design it had a solid build quality i think it was like i won't say all metal um well mostly metal that stood out to me um so those two Third one would probably be the 1520 because phablets. I love phablets at that time doing the Lumia devices. So I guess that one would make my list. Um, my original phone, the 5110, because heck, that was my first phone. It got me started. Um, and then what else? Uh, oh, God. Um, I wish I had the N95. You know, that's still one phone I wish I had the chance to play around with. Um, just because it had that, you know, unique design, keyboard, uh, the camera obviously stand that stand that that was big at the time. Um, yeah, I think those are those those would be my five five. That's a pretty good top five, Adrian. I agree. I wish I remembered the names, but <laughs> we understand too so many no, too many models. No, it's interesting because he's it's uh, one of the few guests I think that just go all the way back to. Almost the beginning, really, isn't it, Justin? Yep, I agree. With, the, with iconic ones, uh, a lot of our recent guests have just uh, gone for Lumias and uh, towards the tail end. Of, but um, yeah, you've got some pretty good ones yeah. there, John. John. Yeah, I, yeah, those those uh, quirky ones definitely stand out. I, there are probably a couple more that I don't, I didn't say, but they're out there. Cool. Well, guess what, John? That that's all of our questions. So. It wasn't that bad, was it? Perfect. Well, no, it was great. Um, it brought back a lot of memories, and <laughs> you know, you made you forced me to think a lot. So, and I'm just looking now, like all the other ones I didn't, I didn't, I forgot to mention. There's this camcorder style one that looked like the swivel screen. Um, that also stands out. Um, oh, yeah, geez, how did I forget the 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 phone that they used in um, in the Matrix, the Nokia phone, the original Matrix phone, not the ah. Samsung one, but the the uh, Nokia, I forget which one was, but yeah, I think that's that that, that one. Um, there's this really weird, um, almost like square shape Nokia. Um, 
very bizarre looking phone and has the keep the the keypad numbers on the side of the screen. So that one also, I wish uh, I seventy six hundred. I think um, seventy six hundred. And yeah, that's yeah. I can go on and on, especially some of those older um, candy bar um, phones from I want to say the early two thousands that I'm forgetting right now. Yeah, they did go all out with weird, weird and wacky designs. Some, um, some of them, you know, lipstick phones as well. Uh, some weird ones in there. Taco, lipstick. Yeah, there's a bunch. Oh, we've got him thinking now, Justin. <laughs> Here we go. Enga- you have an end gauge. End gauge, but there's also, I think, a, what is it, seventy six hundred, Adrian? Yeah, yeah. I just mentioned that the tape measure phone looked like a tape measure. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, some pretty iconic ones. I was just saying, uh, Justin, yeah, we just uh, maybe inspired him to go looking on secondhand marketplaces for some old Nokias now. But I've got to, I've got to yeah, warn you, John, you know, I, uh, because of this podcast. Other... Uh, yeah, sorry about the delay, John. No problem. Yeah, no, but because of this podcast, uh, we've actually single-handedly brought up the uh, Nokia secondhand market. So if you're looking on Craigslist or eBay or something, it, prices have gone through the roof because of this podcast, John. Oh. Damn, damn it. You know, I, I search for, <laughs> I try to look for old phones and, on um, Facebook Marketplace. You know, I'm just like yeah, Windows Mobile, yep. MBN OS, nothing. No one has anything. Oh, I know, it's just gone quiet. I've been, I, I'm all the time, I ask Adrian, I'm on this all the time, John. And it has it's just gone quiet. It's like a desert out there now. I've yeah. noticed that in the past few years it's gone like that because uh, when I started adding to my collection, John, um, this was probably 2014, 2015. There was a lot out there mm-hmm. on Facebook, um, Gumtree, um, swap meets, yeah. local swap meets here at uh, shopping malls. Uh, there, was, there was heaps and heaps and heaps. It was, you know, um, you could get lots of them but you know probably a year or two after that it all just dried up for some reason so it was like you know the end days of uh, windows mobile and the the lumia name here as well so Mm -hmm. i think people were just trying to offload their old phones yeah i'll take it if it's still working um obviously if it's not working not that great but you know take what (laughs) you can get at that point it's true it's true all right well let's wrap this up john you've actually been an absolute pleasure it, uh, I've really enjoyed the show. Uh, I know Adrian uh, has really enjoyed the show as well. Uh, where do we? I'm, usually, Adrian asks this question, but where do we find you on social? On the socials, uh, you can just Google me. You'll find everything about me. Uh, John Velasco. Um, right now, I'm a smart home editor with Digital Trends, but you can find me on Twitter at John underscore C underscore Velasco. Instagram, same thing. Uh, just John Velasco. You'll probably find me. I reckon you should uh, change your your Twitter handle to just John V. I wish. I wish I could. <laughs> I bet you someone has it already. Um, I know. Yeah. Some some other. No, uh, I don't want to be a creeper, but you know, I looked up other John Velascos out there, and I'm like, you stole my my uh, my profile. You know, logins and. Twitter handles, so whatever, whatever. Well, there is a famous, there is a famous John Velasco. I did some googling during the week, and there was one that was uh, apparently famous. Let me have a look. John Velasco. Besides the John V that we've got on today, John uh, Adrian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get him on. <laughs> I think he's like a football player or something. Who knows? Yeah, some, that, some was, that was what it was. Football or baseball yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Never met him. Maybe one of these days I'll meet him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have, you have been a lot of fun, John. I, I do appreciate you, appreciate you coming on. You've, you've been Thank fantastic. You guys. Thank it's you. It's been great reminiscing and you know uh, i'm a big fan of retro stuff so you know thank you guys for doing this and bringing back the old nokia days and making me think about all those old phones i wish i had <laughs> well adrian's got a lot he can uh, give away you you keep it that's that's yours yeah. uh thanks again uh, listeners no sorry you go john no i said thanks a lot ah uh, okay yeah, no worries. Um, thanks again to John Velasco for being on our little podcast this week. Uh, the listeners know where to find us. We're on Instagram as well, and we'll have another episode for you next week of the Nokia Chronicles. So thanks again for everyone for listening in, and we'll see right. you next week. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you.